Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Friday, the 1st of December, a kick and a punch for the 1st of the month. And as usual, with all the information contained in this podcast, it's general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. Well, what a November it has been for U.S. markets. Topping it off in style with the Dow jumping 520 points or nearly 1.5% to 35,951. What recession? What slowdown? What hard landing? Well, they got that one right, didn't they? It is now a new 2023 high. It is a huge, huge November for not only our market, the Dow closed November with an 8.9% gain. The S&P 500 rose 8.9%. The Nasdaq was up 10.7%. The S&P and the Nasdaq had their best best monthly performance since July 2022 and are trading now around 1% away from their 2023 high. So it's been an extraordinary month. Calling inflation data, strong sales force earnings were the drivers last night of the US market, and it was certainly driven a lot higher. Salesforce were actually up 9.4%, better than expected earnings and revenue for the fiscal third quarter. Healthcare companies also doing well last night, and we did see some personal consumption expenditure price index, which is the Fed's favorite inflation gauge that rose 3.5% on a year-over-year basis, slowing from 3.7% there as well. Meanwhile, in Europe, we did see some uh, uh, falls as well in inflation there too, so uh, not a bad effort. In terms of uh, the high for the Dow, was 540 points up. Its low was 167 points up. Sorry, 162 points up. NASDAQ down 32 points. Well, that didn't happen, did it? Down 0.23%, 14,226. I'm sure it'll play catch-up in the fullness of time. The S&P 500 up 0.38%, 17 points, 45.68. The Russell 2000 up 0.3%, 5 points, 18.09. The VIX volatility index still languishing, sub-13, 12.89, down 0.7%. Our SPY futures... Somewhat disappointing. They clearly didn't get the memo from the Dow. Those sales force numbers really boosting the Dow. Uh, we had the ASX SPY futures down nine points. Down. I'm not sure that's going to be the way of things, but we'll see. Uh, down 0.13 of a percent. Yesterday, of course, we did have a uh, good kick in the afternoon. The ASX 200 closing up 52 points. 0.74 percent. Banks leading the charge again. Resources under some pressure again. So uh, that's set to continue as well, perhaps today. But certainly, it was a good strong end to November for our market, up around 4.5-4.6%. As far as European markets go, the stock 600 up 0.6, FTSE up 0.4, Germany up 0.3, France up 0.6. Asian markets slightly firmer yesterday, China up 0.3, Japan up 0.4, Hong Kong up 0.3. Uh, Bitcoin eased off the throttle slightly, 37,727. The Aussie dollar slipped back to 66.09. The US dollar index was up uh, 0.7%, 103.5. So we did see a little bit of strength returning to the US. In terms of the bonds, bond yields were actually up 
we had US 10 years 4.34 up 7.9 basis points. Twos 4.70, 6.2 basis points higher. And the Aussie 10 year, uh, that number there up slightly to 4.41. So a little bit of a rise there in the Aussie 10 year. Looking at commodities last night, well, let's, see, let's look at US stocks first. Nvidia down 2.8%, AMD down 2.2%, Netflix down 0.7%, Meta, the artist formerly known as Facebook, down 1.5%, Tesla down 1.8%, the long anticipated and much hyped launch of the Cybertruck is in process at the moment. Uh, the big uh, selling point, according to Elon Musk, is that it can resist machine gun fire. Always handy in the US, it seems, and certainly one of the big selling points with the new stainless steel uh, that can't be painted on the outside. So uh, much hype, much anticipated, as was the interview that Elon Musk gave with Andrew Sorkin yesterday on CNBC. An interesting one there. Uh, Amazon down 0.2. Alphabetti Spaghetti down 1.8. Snowflake, yo, up 7.1%. Very seasonal, of course, Snowflake. Uh, Microsoft unchanged. Apple up 0.3. US banks better. Should help our banks again today. Bank of America 1.4%. Goldman's 0.4. Morgan's 1%. City up 0.7. We did see CBA overseas up 0.5 of a percent. Barclays in Europe up 0.5. UBS up 3% in European trade. Used to be smart. Deutsche up 1.4%. ResMed eased off a little bit, down 0.7 of a percent. Looking at commodities, of course, it was all about OPEC last night for the oil price and the production cuts have failed to convince oil traders. Remarkable, isn't it, that the oil price is falling because global growth ambitions and forecasts are dropping, yet we are seeing the US economy flying, uh, according to that revised GDP number, and of course the uh, US uh, stock market very much flying. So um, at some stage, I'm sure that oil price will turn around. Brent crude lost 0.24%. 20 cents to 82.85. WTI though down 2.45%. Dollar 90, 75.56. Gold eased back slightly. $8.30 to 2035.7. LME prices were weaker pretty much across the board, with the exception of copper, which was up 0.4. Nickel dropped 3.1. Aluminium down 0.9. Zinc down 1.1. Lead down 0.9. Tun down 1%. Iron ore pretty much unchanged, but Dalian iron ore futures uh, turned around and were better. We did see uranium slightly positive, but lithium copying another whack last night, down around 6% in Asian trade. Uh, in commodity stocks overseas, BHP up 0.3, Rio up 0.3, Glencore down 0.5, Freeport up 0.3, Vale up 0.8, we had Albemarle down 1.7 and Sigma up 2.3%. Uh, U.S. and European oil and gas stocks not doing an awful lot. Exxon Mobil up 0.4, Chevron down 0.3, Shell up 0.3. It was all really about the Dow uh, last night, that is for sure. As far as events go today, we do have uh, Premier Investments uh, holding its annual general meeting. Uh, other things out this morning, SSR Mining is selling its San Luis program project in Peru to Canadian-listed Highlander Silver. There can be only one. In a deal valued of up to 42.5 million US. Uh, UAE, this is COP28 currently on at the moment. Uh, The UAE is planning to start a $30 billion US climate fund. 
uh, with BlackRock, Brookfield Asset Management and TPG. And news out from the US from the American Association of Individual Investors. Uh, they do a bit of a survey. Bullish sentiment, they say, amongst retail investors, expectations that stock prices will rise over the next six months increased 3.5% to 48.8%. Uh, the historical high for optimism is 37.5%. So the S&P 500 will go down as one of the best months ever. Uh, so there we go. All right, turning to news out from the Australian market this morning. Premier Investments with their AGM, uh, they're guiding to H1 Retail EBIT, 200 million Aussie roughly. Uh, the market was going for 183.5. Uh, so that looks as if it's a serious beat there. Once again, the death of retail seems to have been grossly exaggerated. Uh, Latitude Group, also out this morning, reaffirms FY23 NPAC guidance of 15 to 25 million. Market was going for 22 roughly. Challenger has issued update on impacts from its AASB 17 adoption. A statutory impact impacted due to timing of profit loss recognition and will be more sensitive to interest rate changes. So I'm not sure that's particularly good news for them. Uh, Delta Lithium has acquired lithium, cesium and tantalum mineral rights at its Lion River project. Uh, developed global, uh, that is the Bill Beamont uh, vehicle, awarded a $46 million underground development contract to establish and develop exploration decline at Mount Marion Lithium Mine. AMA, the Crash Repairs People, has appointed a new COO. IRE, Iris, upgraded to outperform from neutral at Macquarie. Its target increased to $8.35 from $6.85. Uh, Invictus Energy has announced a two-year contract extension for the XRLO Rig 202. And we also have seen CBA downgraded to underperform from neutral at Bank of America. Target price cut there to 92 bucks from $99.50 in that one. Uh, Iris upgraded to overweight from underweight at Wilson's. Target there increased to $8.16 from $5.68. That's a big increase there for them. Endeavor Group upgraded to buy from neutral at UBS. Target increased to 6 bucks. From $5.40. Also some speculation in the Australian. Uh, the, the gold mining space could see some more M&A activity. Uh, Romelius Resources has been looking at targets in Australia. But notes that its expensive script could be a hurdle for any merger deal. The article names West Gold and Gascoigne Resources as potential targets there for that one. Speculation Woodside or Santos could be buyout targets from the Australian, uh, pointing mainly to valuations that are lagging peers. That uh, could be the target of further speculation that a merger could also be considered. Good luck getting that one through the FIRB if you're a foreigner. Good luck getting that one through full stop. Interestingly, this morning there's some news out of China on the reviewing of Australian wine tariffs. That was uh, my Advent calendar pick in the big stocks for Ausbiz I have written up this morning as one that I do like. The other one that I have in the uh, Henry's Take this morning in the newsletter is a little controversial and there were some gasps at Ausbiz when I talked about it. It is ZIP. Z-I-P is the stock code there. Read all about it in the newsletter today. Well, that's it from me. Thanks very much for listening. Should be a better day, I suspect, than the spy would show us. Uh, but a huge run in the U.S. markets in November. Can it continue? Can Santa continue 
to be uh, coming down our chimneys as we head into Christmas. Thanks very much. And as always, may the trading gods be with you.